I grew up in a small town whose population really embraced their Dutch heritage. Although I love my hometown, there was always one thing that seemed to isolate me from the rest of my peers. I'm Catholic. In Pella, Iowa, population 10,000, there are 28 churches across 14 denominations. There seems to be a place of worship at every corner. Pella was founded by a group of immigrants from Holland who brought their Reformed beliefs with them, and 175 years later, the large majority of Pella residents still share that same faith. However, for me, I grew up going to St. Mary's Catholic Church, where there were about four or five other kids my age in my religious education classes. I attended public school, and I vividly remember learning about Martin Luther and the Reformation, because I could feel that everyone knew I was the only Catholic person in the sea of Protestants that was Pella Community Schools. The really cool thing to do was attend a youth group at the large modern reform church. Even a few of my Catholic classmates would attend them. I always felt separated and it left me wondering why I was Catholic. There are 1.3 billion Catholics on this planet, so why did I feel so isolated? I spent my childhood trying to defend my faith to others who never understood why Catholics believe what we believe. Now, my intention is not to bash Protestants or anyone with different beliefs, but if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have some unanswered questions about the Catholic faith, and hopefully in the next 10 or 20 minutes, you can find some clarity. And who better to ask these unanswered questions to than someone who has literally given their life to this work, a priest? So essentially what Catholic Church teaching comes down to is, is basically this. Don't do these things because they lead to emptiness, pain, suffering. Do these things because they lead to joy, happiness, peace, fulfillment. And that's essentially just the, the in a nutshell, all of Catholic teaching. I sat down to talk to Father Kyle Digman, the priest at St. Thomas Aquinas Church and Catholic Student Center in Ames, Iowa. Father Kyle explained to me how his first encounters with the Catholic Church were seeing the power of Jesus in his parents' lives. His father was raised Catholic and his mother was Lutheran, but converted to Catholicism when they got married. Father Kyle was raised Catholic, baptized Catholic, and received all the sacraments as Catholic, but when he was only seven years old, something pivotal happened that would change his life. His parents divorced. It was almost like, okay, now, okay, God, my life is turned upside down by this divorce. Now what do I do? I guess I'll turn to you and see if you have any answers. And as he did, as he deepened his faith, uh, as he got to know more about his faith, what I saw happen in my dad's life was he found um, greater peace, joy, fulfillment in life. Um, on the flip side, I saw my mom go a little bit different direction. She's always kind of struggled with her faith, um, and, and perhaps her Catholic faith was, was never really that strong. So she, um, as she... Uh, kind of went on her way after the divorce. She sort of looked to different worldly things for um, fulfillment, and she didn't find fulfillment in any of those. In fact, I saw her really kind of struggle in life, find emptiness, pain, depression, uh, difficulties there. Like he explained, Father Kyle grew up watching as his parents pursued two different lifestyles. When he got to college, he thought of his dad and how his faith had impacted his life. And Father Kyle decided to dive deeper into Catholicism. And as he did that, he saw it make a big difference in his life as well. And that's when he started to consider the priesthood. What do I want to do with my life? What is worth giving my whole life to? I remember a professor in college, philosophy professor, had uh, made the statement. He said, um, 
all of the greatest people throughout history who lived the greatest lives found something that was so meaningful, so purposeful, so valuable, that it was worth not only worth living for, but something even worth dying for. And I was like, that's, that's what I want. What is it that's worth dying for? And the answer, um, as I prayed about it and thought about it, the answer became, if I can help people find what my dad had, the meaning, the purpose, the fulfillment, the joy he had in the midst of the difficult situation, if I could help people avoid going through what I saw my mom go through, the, the emptiness, the depression, the difficulties, um, if I could help people right, do that, then that's worth giving my whole life to. And the answer to that, and I was discovering this in college, was Christ, was the church. There's incredible joy, peace, happiness, even in the midst of difficulties, and we can avoid so much emptiness, depression, pain, suffering. So Father Kyle is obviously very knowledgeable about the faith, and we will circle back later to hear his take on a few of the most common misconceptions. But first, I wanted to ask someone else that has a little different perspective, and that's my sister Erica. She is currently a Focus missionary on the University of Wisconsin-Madison's campus. Focus is an organization that stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students. It's an outreach program whose mission is to share the hope and joy of the gospel with college students. She is very busy with serving the students there, so we spoke on the phone for this interview. I asked her if there was any misconceptions that she has noticed throughout her time of being a missionary, and here's what she said. I think when I meet students who I don't know yet, and they ask me like what I'm doing here, and I have to say I'm a missionary, um, I get a range of reactions. Um, and I think a lot of people have the misconception that like I'm just in it to... I don't know, like fix them or like shove my beliefs on them and they don't need that in their life, I guess. Um, but I think the reason that would be a misconception is because um, it's not that I want to shove anything at them. It's just that I truly believe that what we have in the church um, and in our relationship with God and the way we get to live that out specifically as Catholics um, is actually the road to our happiness and what we were created for. And so it's actually for their good that I want to talk with them and get to know them um, and share about my faith with them. Erica and I grew up together in Pella where kids at school would often ask us why we prayed to Mary or why we have so many rules. For me, it was difficult to defend my faith on the spot, especially when I was trying to fully understand it myself. It's not an easy thing to understand, and now looking back, it makes sense why my peers who were Protestant saw me as different. Many Protestants I've had discussions with don't even realize that Catholics are Christian. I would say growing up in Pella, Iowa, it's a small town with a lot of great Christian families. Um, I would say I just assumed that everyone around me believed in God because mostly everyone did and mostly everyone went to church on Sundays. And so it was awesome to be able to talk about God with my friends and know we all believed in God. We all believed in Jesus, even if, um, yeah, those conversations didn't go super deep. Um, we all kind of had a common understanding of trusting God and that he was a relevant part of our lives. Um, but I would also say... There was some difficulty with it because um, we were Catholic in a town that was mostly um, 
different forms of Christian denominations, so Reformed churches, Lutheran churches, um, and a whole number of different denominations. But I think there was a lack of understanding of what the Catholic Church was. Um, and yeah, I think I had a lot of questions from people at school of like, why I believe what I believe. And um, yeah, kind of discounting my faith even sometimes. So I think that actually drew me to learn more about my faith, which I'm very thankful um, to have looked into that even from a young age and try and be able to explain it to my friends. But overall, I'm very grateful for the place that I grew up because I think just the fact that Christianity was still a part of the culture is not common other places, even in the United States still. So, yeah, I'm thankful for that. Since this is a podcast all about misconceptions, it would make sense if I explained some of the more popular ones and what exactly makes them misconceptions. Starting with one I hear a lot, why do Catholics worship Mary? One of my favorite quotes that my grandfather says is, she wasn't just a really nice lady. Because she wasn't just a really nice lady, she was literally the mother of God. And to set the record straight once and for all, Catholics do not worship Mary. But Catholics do ask her to pray for us. Same thing with the saints. We want to be close to them because they are eternally close to God. Let's hear what Father Kyle said on this topic. And we don't, uh, we don't worship Mary and the saints. We give honor to them. And we would give honor to them a similar way that we would give honor to um, like our grandparents or uh, family members that have gone before us. I've got a picture of my grandma um, who passed away a couple years ago in my room. If somebody came in and said, oh, how could you have a picture in your room? Like, are you worshiping your grandma? But no, I don't worship my grandma. I honor her. I love her. And I believe we still have a connection. Same thing with Mary and the saints. We honor them. There's different Latin phrases that are used for, for all this different type of stuff, but the, the Latin phrase that's used for God is different than what we use for Mary and the saints. Um, what, we, what we worship God, God is worship. We give him the highest worship. What we give Mary and the saints is honor. We honor them. A lot of misconceptions can be generalized into one big idea, that Catholics have a lot of rules they have to follow. To those who aren't Catholic, it may seem like we have to follow these weird and unnecessary guidelines about how to live our lives. So why would Catholics believe that we need to follow these rules in order to follow Christ? Can't we just believe in him and that should be enough? So unfortunately, I think people think of Catholic Church has got a lot of rules. You got to follow all these. And essentially what's behind all of the Catholic Church's teaching is we want you to be fulfilled, joyful, happy. That's what God made you for. Here's the road to do that. Here's the way, which is Jesus ultimately. But of course, we teach about that. And there is another way you could choose, which is emptiness, pain, suffering, difficulty in life. Don't do that. And we're not afraid to say, do this and don't do this. Now, to cover every Catholic teaching behind every misconception of the faith ever in the history of all time would make for a pretty lengthy podcast. But it's my deepest hope that whoever's listening found today's episode valuable and educational. I hope it gave you a perspective you haven't heard before. From a Catholic who is not trying to shove my religion in your face, but rather give insight into things that maybe you've been curious about at one time or another. A very warm thank you to our guests who kindly provided their thoughtful insight on today's show. And as always, thank you for listening to Exploring Catholicism. Peace, love, and blessings. 